Welcome back to just another side quest. Um, this week it actually is going to be a side quest compared to the main quest that is the regular podcast. Uh, Randy is not with us tonight or this morning or this afternoon, wherever you're at out there. Um, but we have a special guest with us. Will, say hi. Hello. Sorry, I should have said hi. Oh, yeah, you didn't even follow my direction. Aaron, can That's you say be hi? That's going to a bad one. Hello. Oh, okay, you guys are against <laughs> me. I see how this is going to go. It's already, it's already crashed and burned. Uh, so tonight we are uh, going to veer a little bit from the regular, but we're still we've been playing lots of video games. So we're going to dive into some of what we've been playing um, with Will. We've got some more perspective because he's one of the guys I play Apex with. So maybe we'll discuss mm-hmm. gaming together a bit more since Randy is an expert. Xbox guy and uh, Will and I are PlayStation people. So um, we'll talk about that and then spend a little bit of time discussing how friendships are kind of kept by us through gaming, especially uh, with kind of the stuff going on right now with the virus and everyone cooped up. Uh, video games are a good place to turn to for kind of keeping up with each other, which we've already been doing. So we've been conditioned. So, Aaron, uh, you're probably playing the freshest game out there, mm-hmm. and will. How's Animal Crossing going? It's 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 better than I thought it was going to be. I know that last time we uh, last time we talked, uh, I was only a week into the game. Now it's uh, a couple weeks later. I've actually gotten into like, a good loop of it. Um, it's it's refreshing. I really enjoy the fact that I actually have to stop after after a while because things run out of I run out of things to do um, because it runs in real time. So. Hey, you can only I only have actually about a couple hours of gameplay before I get bored. And I like that because it gives me a slower burn game. I always know I'm progressing through the game because I'm, if I'm doing something in game, then that's is going towards something, towards some of my goals of either uh, making more money, uh, organizing the town yeah, I've heard, how I want it. I've to heard be. about all them turnips you guys are trying to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I got a good deal on my turnips yeah, today. So I, I'm I happy. Yeah. Got a thirty percent mm-hmm. uh increase on my profits from them. Nice. Uh, is that the same for you, Will? Like you and Liz, is it refreshing that the game runs out of stuff, or are you not playing it enough to even hit like that that cap Aaron's hitting? I don't know. I feel like I'm playing as the side character, <laughs> yeah, right? Kick yeah. Aaron won't to even let me in. Um, so I've been doing some of the things she doesn't enjoy doing as much. Uh, so I've been fishing. Yeah. No, actually, she likes doing the chores. Oh, okay. That's the thing. She likes okay. keeping the island neat and clean. Um, she's the one who will like. We were when it first came out. We were doing the tarantula island attempt, where we tried mm-hmm. to make our own tarantula island. So we'd go there, clean everything off of it, and try to farm tarantulas. And we only got it a couple times, but she really enjoyed the cleaning off all the the um, what's it called, the weeds, and knocking down all the trees and stuff oh like that. Goodness. Oh gosh, that's great! I <laughs> so love that's it. That's how you get the tarantulas. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you have to clear everything because you can't have any. I looked up how you uh, make your own tarantula mm-hmm. island as well. Because you have to clear all the rocks because bug because you can't have any bug spawners, which means it sounds like Minecraft. It is. It basically <laughs> is. Uh, you can't have any bugs uh, like rocks because bugs can spawn underneath them if you hit them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You can't have trees because bugs can spawn in trees. You can't have any flowers that are blooming because there then other bugs will spawn around those flowers. So mm-hmm. you can take you know you can still have some of those planted, but like you can't have all of them. The weeds actually don't matter in the same way. Right. Um, they, they just make it easier to see the spiders. Yes, it's, they they just create mm-hmm. noise, so it's easier to take them out. Okay. Uh, as well as mm-hmm. you're doing everything else, and 
so and then I've looked it up because I've been because uh, you can go and visit other like random um, deserted islands in the game that basically are resource piles for you. Mm-hmm. And I was I was looking into how can I create one a tarantula island there so I can farm them there, but still keep my usual island, my main island, like as mm-hmm. like still my pretty little like uh, town, my little paradise Utopia. town. Yeah, yeah. So the one with all the chores. That's what we would do as well. We we would clear off a, a desert island. And the reason we call it Tarantula Island is because there's actually a specific Tarantula Island you can get randomly, mm-hmm. which oh. is just covered in spiders. Ooh. And Liz got it once, and so we came home with 30-plus spiders oh, in her amazing. inventory. Yeah. Is that a lot of money? What, what's yeah. the uh, money called in this game? Bells. Bells. Why? Because uh, they can. Because like, cute? It's called is Bells. It, what is, is it like caps or something? Is it a dystopian universe where the no, only thing that, that's left are like, bells? No? Okay, it's just called bells because it's cute. They just trade gold bells. Probably the bells are actually like just a symbol on their coins. I think it's oh, like a coin yeah. that's okay, called that, a bell. That would work. Yeah, although all, we, all the things we ever see are ba- a bag with a star on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is the bell. Who knows? What <laughs> and it can be are. one bell or it can mm-hmm. be 99,000 bells. This same bag. It's the same bag. Oh, man. And you have, I have a feeling that Isabel is behind it somehow. <laughs> Sadly, that's not true because the bells have been around since the beginning and Isabel came around like halfway through with the games. How do we know she didn't plan that? Yeah. Though? Okay, fine. From the beginning. Yeah. She made a pure <laughs> money or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you've been, yeah. okay, lots of tarantulas. Lots of tarantulas. Lots of turnips. Um, I have to ask, did you guys uh, sell them to the bug guy or did you guys sell them to Nook? Uh, he just arrived today. So Liz has a stockpile she's planning to nice. sell today. Oh, you guys are going to mm-hmm. have a mansion by... That's uh, going to be like two hundred <laughs> to 300,000 bells. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. That will be we at least... Also, yeah. yeah, we also got a turnip lead today. One of her friends has a turnip sale today, this afternoon, that's 400 bells. What? So we are taking all the turnips over there to sell today, if we can. But I was hearing about online, people were... Uh, like putting out the call, like asking for turnip prices and people waited in line for a turnip price of like $600, like digitally waited in line to sell their turnips What? to Tommy and Timmy. And they were like going on some kind of discord or something to keep track of when they could go. And they were waiting in line to go mm-hmm. sell their turnips. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Um, I know that mm-hmm. one of the things that we did uh, recently, like uh, actually, so um I'm realizing I don't think we actually have uh, said Liz's name. We're talking about uh, Will's like wife, Liz. Yeah, that would have been good. Yes, <laughs> sorry. Been yeah, really so start at the beginning with. Um, yeah, but the other uh, day I ended up uh, getting on a call while I was playing Animal Crossing while Liz was playing, and so we just talked for about thirty minutes while we were playing the game. Kind of while the boys here were in the other room playing Apex. Yeah, and you get a taste. Mm-hmm. You and got a taste of. of what I got we're a doing. taste of it, but. Um, then what I realized this week is that actually some of, um, of my coworkers who I who we regularly visit each other's islands before we were really just kind of like kind of doing it. But after that time with Liz, I actually started calling them while I was playing. I was like, this is so much easier, guys. Just just get on a call. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's phone if, or if it's Discord or if it's Zoom. We just need to be on a call because it's so much easier to communicate this way. Just do a voice. Just have voice. And like after a while, you kind of run out of things to talk about, but it's, it's just nicer in general right now like to have someone to talk to about the game mm-hmm. and to talk through and also because um when you travel to someone's island it interrupts everyone else's gameplay when you're going to the island and when you're leaving the island <laughs> that's yeah. rough it's rough but that means like hey planning around this and making sure they're ready for me to come 
It's like, or yeah. went ready for me to leave. It's like, hey, this works out this way. Or talking about like, or we can do the verbal talking of, hey, what are your turnip prices today? Or uh, do you have any, uh, or like, are you available to actually get online today to be able to, or so I could, at the same time I can. So I could come over and just sell my, my apples on your orange island. So that's if, what that's what my only Nintendo had a better online <laughs> component to their console that let you party up and chat outside of any game and not if have to only, do it on that phone. If only. That phone app. We we first experienced that with, was it Splatoon 2 when we tried to play that one together? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Splatoon and Nintendo Smash. Nintendo audio chat it is so bad. It was awful. all right, but like, as soon as I'm on my phone and I'm in some app and I'm like, it's very uh, compressed, the quality isn't there. I'm like, why am I not just mm. calling on the phone? with the phone's already phone. out yeah. <laughs> yeah it's already out and connected and i'm talking through it like this app is not it's very redundant so mm -hmm. completely yeah now you know though the party system is is great it's really great mm -hmm. <laughs> not that you i mean back in league days that was oh yeah yeah skype calls with a pile of people or something oh yeah. yes oh so yes you're familiar i am so yes. yes have you been playing anything other than uh animal crossing i'm still playing my idle games Actually, like yeah. a lot of my games have been like slow progression games. Like I'll jump from one game to an. I'm jumping mainly between Animal Crossing and um, uh, uh, AFK Heroes. I think is what okay. it's called, or AFK Arena. Um, that one it has enough progression each day that I feel good about going. Like it feels rewarding to go in just for like to play for about thirty minutes a day, mm -hmm. and I feel like I, I'm still getting. Um, rewards and making able to make pro enough progress each day that it's like and there's also like a mini story that like they give me little like enough like surface tidbits if i wanted to i could go in and go like read all these really in-depth bios about the characters i'm playing with i don't actually care that much but um i can go in and uh i have a just enough like surface detail on this story that's like okay this is interesting i kind of have an idea of what what i'm what my characters are doing what am i fighting for and so it hasn't put toad yet like a lot of those games because it was free right mm -hmm. there's like a that's why i don't end up playing a lot of them is it feels really good at first but then it really just like falls off a cliff or like just levels itself I, out i almost hit that but then i got lucky because uh it is a when you're uh drawing for heroes because mm -hmm. you have to combine them to get better he ranking heroes. And at some point, they get hit a level cap, and you can't lev um, level them up anymore um, unless you uh, like unless you ascend them is what they call it in-game. That sounds grindy. It is, it is yeah. but only doing 30 minutes a day and not, like, okay. not doing, like, eight hours yeah. a day. It's just, hey, just put in a little bit more time and a little bit more time. I'm realizing I've played this game for a month. Right, and if you only take it in a couple-minute chunks every day. Yeah. It can last a month. That's mm -hmm. good. And then there's sometimes where if I'm able, if I kind of like save a couple of the activities for a little bit later, I could spend a couple hours on it um, about once a week. Oh, well, okay. So like it's something I can, um, but between, so between that one and then like this, but these two slow burn games I'm playing right now, um, I've been doing those two um, as my main go-to games. And then uh, you and I actually played Overwatch the other, mm -hmm. other night yeah. for the first time in a while for I me. I finally... Figured out how to connect my uh, PlayStation controller in, and that changed the game. <laughs> I could not do the uh, the WASD movement. Like I just need a stick. Too used to a controller for moving around and abilities on like triggers, not 
one, two, three, four, and all these other random keys everywhere. Um, yeah, easy little thing. I just like Googled how to do it. I was like, why have I not done this before? Mm-hmm. Googled how to do it, downloaded some tiny little program, and then you just plug your controller in with the charging USB, and uh, it worked. Mm-hmm. It was pretty amazing. They're really good on PC. I, it's, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's so tough. I was scared every what, time. But it was fun. Well, do you like to touch on the differences between PS4 oh, Overwatch yeah. and PC Overwatch? <laughs> I think most people could probably guess what the differences are. Better aim? Sure. Yeah, a, a better aim. <laughs> yeah. It just, uh, I, so I mainly play tank or like healer. And mistakes are punished quicker. People are very good at hitting all their shots or unloading their damage. Uh, so I have to just like completely recalculate how much I can take as a tank before I'm dead, mm. how much the healer can put into me, which is less. Um, sometimes on console, if you've got both healers pumping into you, you're like, I'm invincible and you can run forward. But on uh, the computer, the Widowmakers hit their shots, the McCrees with the hit scans, <laughs> just every every shot's a headshot and it's it's a lot so <laughs> it's just you got to be on your game a little more mm-hmm. i can't relax quite as much playing it on pc mm-hmm. that's what you've been playing yep those yeah. are those are pretty much the three games yeah uh yeah and i think the thing that was i think the biggest surprise for me was how how social i've been for animal crossing yeah um, it hasn't just been with like some of my immediate friends but because there's enough people on different um like through work or through uh, some of the discords I play, um, I'm on. Um, I've been able to discuss like some of the things there. <laughs> yeah. And actually, before this, I was designing a, a jacket for one of the discords that I'm on because we made we were starting we were talking about being a biker gang and like we could just whatever we're all in Animal Crossing as a biker gang and it's like we could actually make this happen, guys. <laughs> so I'm designing us leather jackets with the logo on the back right now. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's fun because you can share that stuff through like Discord. Mm-hmm. So even if there's not a lot of sharing connectivity within the game itself. Whereas on like PC, maybe games typically have like a little bit more that on the back end is supported. Well, the fun thing right now is that there's actually um, websites that are coming out that are about sharing your custom designs with each other. Uh, They're specifically for that. um, And like, so you can upload your designs, you can find other designs and either using a code or you can bring in um, some of the designs from older games in. Oh. I, I personally don't think they look as good because they weren't made for this quality mm. of a, or this uh, graphic level. Mm. So they look pixelated. Um, but like you can bring in old designs if you want to. You can um, share designs with friends. So one of the things that's going to be cool about this jacket that I'm working on right now is that I'll, um, I'll, share, I'll share it with this group on this Discord and only them. And so that means just us will have this really fun jacket. That's like cool. It'll be, a, it'll be our little biker gang. Yeah. Well, with any creative game, same with Minecraft, the like success of it is you need someone to look at the thing you like grinded for hours to do or spent a bunch of time mm-hmm. doing when it's a creative output like that in a game. So that's cool. That sounds like there's actually going to be a pretty solid community uh, mm-hmm. built around it. Will, yeah. you've had uh, maybe some success with showing off creative content as well and <laughs> this game. I ventured onto Reddit. Yeah. It was a dangerous place. Dangerous place to be posting <laughs> anything. But, but yeah, yeah, I one of the Reddit's threads I follow was like a, a Portland Timbers Reddit, my favorite soccer team. And um, 
on there they had i posted someone had made like a logo for the timbers on that and put it on like a t-shirt and i was like okay i could do something like that so i took a, a crack at making one of the my favorite like retro jerseys that they've used mm-hmm. and i posted my attempt which again took some time crafting all the little yeah. pixels together to make it look like a soccer jersey but then posted that on reddit just to see what would come of it and it's been pretty well received just people a lot of people like you said a lot of people are playing the game enjoying the game and the community is really positive about it from what i can tell mm-hmm. yeah so yeah yeah if only aaron would let me onto her island just... You're the one who doesn't want to play. <laughs> I don't really want to play, no. But also, doesn't it like mess up your island? It puts like another hut on the island, and you're like, no, I want my island my way. Well, okay, I thought about, I, I decided that when you, when I know that you're only going to play because I want you to yes. play, and it's like, I, it is so likely that you'll get on, you'll play once, and then there'll be a random tent there. That oh, is forever, your, yeah. Yeah, that is why I don't want you to play, because I know you're not going to commit to it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to commit to actually bettering the island. Oh, hurts. <laughs> I'm bad at committing to my video games. <laughs> I know you in your place now. Yeah, yep. I play it for like 10 minutes, and then we... Cool. Experience that. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, I played some of Half-Life Alex. Mm-hmm. like a week and a half ago I haven't picked it back up yet um, we have a VR headset luckily it's an older one it's the the Oculus last summer summer before it was two summers ago okay. at least yeah they had the they were doing that like crazy deal where they were way down in price mm-hmm. um, so it felt like a good time to jump in so I have a ancient computer with an ancient H- uh, VR headset and uh I decided to pull the trigger anyway because I heard the optimization for the game was pretty good. So I've been playing a little bit of the new Half-Life game, and it is pretty amazing. Speaking from the guy who hasn't picked it up in a week. But uh, (laughs) for real, it's for anybody who has even an old headset. I was really nervous. Um, When it first came out, I was like, "Ah, this is going to cost a lot of money to like upgrade gear. But if you just drop it to its lowest settings, it still looks really good. And it runs on my ancient machine. It's like five years old. I say ancient. Seven I was years old. Say, that's a really ancient <laughs> term. Yeah, ancient. <laughs> well, for like a, I mean, for a PC that's capable of running like mm-hmm. brand new VR titles, um, my computer is not cut out for it. So I was pleasantly surprised. I was actually quite amazed at how well it looked and performed. I mean, it was really long load times. You had to wait a little while in every zone before like everything loaded in and you'd get a headache if you looked around. <laughs> I guess it was like a little janky. Um, but uh, it's, it's excellent. The atmosphere and just the creepiness of it. It's like, oh, it's so spooky. Without being too spooky, it's a really good. So far, I've really enjoyed it. I think reviews have been pretty good on it and I would agree with them um, that it's deserving of, of some high praise, some real high praise. So I've been doing that, and then other than that, uh, Will, I think you pretty much know everything else I play, because everything else I play is, like with you and PlayStation, Danny, yeah, on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We finally, or at least I finally, and I'm trying to convince the others here to pull the trigger, mm-hmm. also picked up the expansion for Monster Hunter World. That's one of our favorite kind of games to play as a group. Um, that... Overwatch, which continues to just push out like little updates, little content, um, kind of keeps people, us at least, coming back. 
mm -hmm. um, weekly, bi-monthly. Uh, and then Apex, again, is also in that kind of service um, style where like every two weeks they've got some sort of new content drop. So we've been playing lots of Apex, Monster Hunter, when we feel like just absolutely destroying a monster instead of uh, getting killed getting by, by the opposition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. We need to like sit back in the chair a little bit more. Well, depending on the fight that we're taking in Monster Hunter um, and relax mm -hmm. a bit. Overwatch is like in between. And then Apex is, I'm fully leaning forward. I'm sweating. It's it's real intense. Mm -hmm. But um, amongst those games, uh, it's been pretty split evenly. Um, I think I spent a lot of time diving into the new Monster Hunter content. Uh, even though I'm late to the party, like we're all late to the party on it, I am still very impressed with the expansion. Um, I have yet to see if it's worth like the price point because it's like 40 bucks and the base game has so much content. Mm -hmm. It's hard to justify if you base the new price off of like the percent of new content compared to the original game, um, which might be unfair since the original game had probably more content than a lot of $60 PVE titles are going to have. Right, yeah. So... I am yet to determine if it's worth it. I ended up paying 30, so it's probably going to be worth the 30. Um, getting close to 200 hours in the game since it first came out, and we pretty much bought it around launch. Um, so that one's been that one's been probably higher than the others. Um, but still, Overwatch is fun. Uh, balance updates keep the game kind of feeling different as different heroes rotate through. Apex is really fun right now. I feel like that's, I mean, it's been out for a while, and we'll see when a couple of these new games come out, like Valorant. Um, but it feels like it's kind of hitting a peak, or like content is coming out really consistently. They're starting to maybe kind of figure out what kind of game they want to, where they want to sit in the spectrum. Um, some of the balancing, though, that's out the window a little bit. They got a couple characters they need to really buff <laughs> um it's true yeah. the other thing is they they're getting into that online i mean probably the online multiplayer like live streaming and the like pro scene has been going yeah but they're i feel they're doing better they i think they literally poached several of the casters from overwatch league is what uh, i was noticing some of the casters that are now casting for apex are former overwatch casters that makes sense. and so i think we were we were discussing this when we watched some of the the final the other day yeah, that was fun uh that was really fun. And we were talking about how like the game needs good casters because there's such a disconnect from casual play to pro play in that the pros sit and hunker down <laughs> for most of yes. the game. Yeah. And so a caster's job is just to make it interesting the for color. about 20 yeah. minutes until, until the fight started to happen and then they got to go fast and yep. talk over everybody's kills with peacekeepers and our and they're missing so. of yeah they're like <laughs> so much if you listen to what is actually said there's a ton of like filler words or the um like softening words it's a lot of i thinks and maybes and yeah. mites like it's all those like really soft not hard information words because they don't actually know exactly who died they're not quite sure which teams are still alive and when you're watching it's you're like what what's going on at the casters it's like, a lot less clear yeah <laughs> and that's like, just because the game's on? a lot less clear it's not really designed to be esported, like to be watched yeah. by an audience i think most they're PRs trying and they're doing their best but 
yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've watched some of the Overwatch League stuff, and that has been really easy to watch. That's content yeah. that if you've played the game, it's easy to understand. And if you haven't played the game, you can probably still get the picture. Um, yes. That's Blizzard, though. That's Blizzard with, you know, competent I'd money say being the, thrown at the yeah. program. The Battle Royale system, I think, is poor for a singular screen watch of the content. True. Um, and the fact that maybe if they added some like flying cams um mm-hmm. but it's it's not a one team versus another team with a very easy narrative right. as far as like where they're clashing this is like what 30 teams 40 teams if you're in uh mm-hmm. call of duty you're up against what 100 teams or something how many something people like are 100 that. players yeah, 50 i think yeah. players yeah uh and that adds a, it so there's no way you can see each narrative moment of like where the action happened, how it built up to that moment. It ends up cutting, and with Apex, you end up watching the end of the fight. It's always the end of the fight. You never get to see mm-hmm. much of the beginnings. You um, get what you watch the map and the ring move, and then you watch the end fight. Yeah, there's one um, big I, end fight that's good, but mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. I feel like you were mentioning too, James, that when you watch those guys, it's better to watch streamers because you get their whole narrative. You get to watch the player play the game. You get to watch them do their drop, find their loot, get into the fights, and maybe not in the pro play because at that level, they're all playing so aggressively. They're all camping and yeah. hiding and waiting to live. Mm-hmm. But when you watch a streamer play throughout the normal game, there there is a narrative. There is a enjoyableness to that, that part of the game yeah. that you can watch. And there's something, um, I think it's one thing to spectate the sport and like that's when it's really made it where someone who doesn't participate in the game can still enjoy watching it um i'd put Mm -hmm. league in that boat now where Mm -hmm. i don't play anymore really like maybe very occasionally uh but i'll still watch it it's still enjoyable to watch so that one's broken over but with apex like if i wasn't playing it i wouldn't watch it um and so it's still in the boat of i think mainly players are the ones watching to Mm -hmm get better to learn and that's really hard to do with the current way that it's esport is presented whereas yeah with like a streamer i can actually watch the entirety of a game and go oh this is where like he made that choice and that ended up costing them way later over here oh good to know like i'm learning with them Mm -hmm. sort of stuff yeah yeah i think though when we mentioned this yesterday too that the what it did was spark our desire to play more after watching it the pros did, play, we yeah. were like, ooh, I want to play that again. Yes. It, it, it's fulfilling the cycle that Apex wants. People <laughs> being there, looking at the screen, wanting to buy those things you don't actually need to play the game yes. just because they look pretty. Yes. And then you keep coming back and you're like, oh, that looks pretty again. I want to buy that and play with this. But yeah. To be honest, I think that's uh, esports in general. Because every time Worlds for uh, League of Legends comes around and I see their new skin line that they're all launch- they're always launching at the same time, like the last this la- uh, last two years mm-hmm. they've had a, a fake uh, music group that performs at Worlds that they've developed as a skin line for their characters in game. Mm-hmm. Like I'll watch that and I'll watch it and I'm like, maybe I should pick up the game again. Yeah. Maybe I should play again. Oh, that looks same. Like that look- like they they actually got me on their first one. Like they got I mean back to play the game for another like, like two months and actually try and play again yeah. with that. I think it was we, we tried it together and then you like you're like immediately out. Uh, I think yeah, this is like two I years ago. It. Yeah, I needed to uh, stop playing that one. I start like I played for at least a month, maybe two, and and in that time I bought one of the skins because I was just, uh, I liked it too much. They gotcha. <laughs> they got me. They gotcha. And 
it's it's really good marketing in that sense. But like I but and I think about it with Overwatch as well. Like maybe not with the esports side of it, but anytime I start watching streamers and some of the streamers that like are like, hey, I've watched these guys for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. So but sometimes they just get out of my suggested loop and then they'll come back in. And it's like and when they come back in, I'm like, I should play again. I I forgot about this game. And then like it just gets back on my radar. Yep. And then you get in and you buy all that new content. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, I'm curious with um, kind of the esports scene on battle royals, like how they were able to adjust it. I think we, I mean, we were talking about how like a fly cam or something would be useful. In Overwatch, they've implemented that where it'll cut to like a, a big picture camera, so I can actually see stuff as if it was a normal sport. Everyone's walking around, and I can mm-hmm. actually like get a view of what's happening, and it's not just like fast cutting to all these. Very twitchy, very good, very fast and accurate mouse players that are just zoop, 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 looking this way and then that way. And I'm like, I, 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 like, ah, I can't tell what's going on. So poor old me. I want to slow down. It would also down. be something that you don't, it would also be something you don't just see when you play the game, which would be kind of the benefit too, is that you'd yeah. have something different. You're like, oh, I can see them from top view. I can see them making this play. I can see them, oh, they're doing this move. And like you said, it would just add so much to their video content. I'm sure they're working on it, and I don't think it's going to be long until they do have it. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a good point, too. Yeah, with normal sports, that's how it goes. You play it, and it's first person, but when you watch it, you get this like great third-person view of it. Um, I wonder, what do you think, Like, if they strapped like little GoPros to a bunch of basketball players, and then you could... like. Watch the live. Watch feeds. the live. Oh, that so <laughs> what if that ever bled like, into? Um, believe it or not, sports. I think it happened in like pro football. football yeah, because they got huge. They, or like, no, it was the it was the arena fo- or the XFL that came out this last year that ended it early because of yeah uh, all that went on. But I think they had either it was like something like that. Or they had a cameraman running around on the field during the gameplay. That is ridiculous. It just didn't make sense. But there was a guy out there with a camera, like walking around between plays, like up in yeah. their face, interviewing them, talking <laughs> to them. And I think you could easily put some GoPros on some helmets now. And probably they did something like that. I don't, I didn't That'd watch amazing. enough of the thing, but I mean, you could definitely do it. You might be able to do it. Uh, that would be tough. I, I don't know if you saw this, James, but um, I definitely watched a video of a guy who set up a third-person camera for himself and put a VR headset on that was connected to the camera, so he was watching himself in third-person like you do in a video game. Oh, that's weird. And I'm, I, I don't know why. I, like that, That's what I thought of when you guys started talking mm. about... When you guys oh. started talking about this. So, so they, like, they need a PVC pipe, like, stuck way out of their back with a little camera, like, pointed back at them yeah, to I, mimic the, like, third-person camera view of a game. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> They're all running around little sticks. Uh, <laughs> like, I just... Yeah, maybe we... <laughs> yeah, maybe... Funny. Maybe we don't get no. invited into the NFL's um, brainstorming session for their next. <laughs> or maybe we do and we make streaming. millions off this idea. Yeah, you know, little sticks maybe. sticking out their back. Maybe uh, probably not. Probably just once you get fast moving enough drones, just have some drones flying Honestly, overhead during the game. Yeah, that's it. And then have them like trained to sit right behind the person. Oh, you get yeah. some great footage of that, and then you'd have like the problem would be you couldn't hear it, and if you hit the drum with a football, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah that would but... be interesting. I wonder what the rules <laughs> would be for that. Yeah, uh, what have you been playing, Will? Anything outside of what we've been playing outside together? Outside of those, 
Uh, well, you you loaned me No Man's Sky, so oh, I took yes. that up for a little while, put a couple, maybe 20 hours into that, just <laughs> kind of playing with yeah. it, got to a point where I was having fun, kind of doing what Liz was doing with Animal Crossing, building a house, putting mm-hmm. together like a spaceship connection. Um, was fun for a while, got a little dry. Um, I think I kind of played it to where I was comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. That was good. Uh, I played some games with Liz. Um, we're always looking for good couch co-ops. We've played through a lot of the the, the bigger name co-op ones. We like Overcooked and like the um, couch play of those games. Yeah. Uh, recently, we picked up one called Unravel. Unravel oh, Two yeah. is the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We recommended that. Little yarn characters you play mm-hmm. with. A little bit fun. It has some like joystick dexterity, which is good because it's been kind of building Liz's. Um, uh, joystick competency, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. So we started off playing Portal. We played Portal originally on the PC <laughs> on controller, and we That'll used that to help it. build some of that. Because yep. it, it does make you learn, but it's also slow enough pace. You're not trying to shoot someone yeah, the, necessarily. The failure you, you, it's isn't. more puzzly. Yeah. And you get mm-hmm. reset. So you can, you can. So you're not like yeah. dead and then like respawning way back. Like, yeah, practice mm-hmm. is hard that way. You just start back up and yeah. go to the same spot, That's try to make that visual and adjustment to get that to work um but after those we kind of most of the games like you said are a bit too taxing for a novice with control sticks and so with something like this game it has some more platforming which is a little more stick required mm-hmm. you have to be a little more quick with the sticks to try to get some of the moves um but it also has a really good feature which is the fact that you're two yarn creatures tied together so if one person makes the jump, all you have to do if you want to is just kind of pull them up with your yarn. Oh, so you can actually nice. pull the player over the object obstacle they couldn't get if that was a problem. So a great game for couch play like that. Yeah. Um, we got another silly one on Steam, which was called Heave Ho, which you played with like these... Um, we use controllers, but playing these these silly characters that have only hands oh, and like a body. Oh yeah, that game. And okay. you grab and you swing and you just like try to make enough momentum to swing or use your teammates to hang on and make a chain of you <laughs> to swing over to the next thing and move along the obstacles. Huh. Often like a trapeze. Very funny. Very fun game. Yeah, it was funny. Um, yeah, I wonder if like any of those stream like streaming chat services are good enough that you could play a game like that over distance i'm not sure if there are oh yeah like if discord would have like something like that enough. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that would be, be tough yeah if we could get to that point that would be awesome i mean all it would be is maybe if the game had a built-in client so you could play through it where both people are playing like on yeah a normal i guess that's video game yeah. server that's the answer but yeah. unless they have <laughs> that is non couch play yeah so yeah, I think that's most of what I've been playing. Again, hopping on is kind of the sidekick on Animal Crossing has been fun. I did build my own house, and I've been trying to keep up with money and nice. be able to pay off my debts oh, in that yeah. game. Yeah. You know, the, living the dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But essentially reality. just trying to keep up with... Or you can actually keep up own with, a house. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> keep up with the payments so that I can keep up with where Liz is at so my, my tent doesn't look silly and I can actually have a house. So... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I would have given up. I would have been. You would have had a tent. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Monster Hunter World. How did you feel about coming back into that game? It was Can't not remember. as difficult as I thought it would be. Like riding a bike. It, it was a little bit. Came back into it the first time, and <laughs> I'm just like, I want to play. I don't want to figure this out again. So that was the thing. It was funny when we first got on. All four of us. I think you and Andrew have been playing for a little bit. You kind of had figured things out. Danny gets on and he starts trying to f- 
like get his setup all right. Yep. I literally just went back and picked whatever I was using before and jumped into a game. And I'm like, I oh, will figure it out as we go. And, and I picked the stupidest, hardest fight possible. And for some reason, it was some event fight, and we could not beat the stupid monster. And I was like, I don't know what I did wrong. This guy was super easy. The, yeah. The giant McJagger should have been easy, but we came into it, and we could not beat the no. thing. And when we found out later, it's an event quest that's supposed to be designed for the high-level players. Yeah. And so we got into another quest and played that, and then it was like riding a bike. We were able to take the monster down pretty quick. That was enjoyable to get back into it. Picking up new weapons was a good idea, because I wasn't yeah. going back to one I had played before. Um, the amount of content think, in that game is is staggering because of mm-hmm. how much time you end up spending per weapon. They all feel like this intricate, different machine that you have to learn. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's really cool, yeah. And you come back and you're like, eh, okay, this was feeling like I re- remember when I wanted to start like not playing. I was getting mm-hmm. a little tired. And then you come back and you're like, oh, let me try this weapon I never tried before. The loop is still there. I'm glad that what we came back to was a pretty well-equipped character set that I had. <laughs> goodness, yes. We had been like, we were in the middle of fighting off the golden, whatever it was Colvay back in the day. So we, we had, we had a lot Colv- of money made yeah, and we had a lot of new weapons that were all high level. So I didn't have to go about the, the task of crafting all of them. I know yeah. you've done this now that you went back into the new content, but for me, I came back and I had some weapons that I could try out without having to go back and farm up all the minimal stuff to make them work. Yeah. Um, did do that in between that eventually just to get some new weapons I hadn't earned. But I feel like I left the game very cash rich and resource rich. Yes, so coming yes. back to it, I was able to kind of skip through some of the grind, which mm-hmm. was a big benefit to me in enjoying the game again. I will say, yeah, once you've, gr- I mean, the game is all about grinding, but once you've done a fairly decent grind and you have some good equipment, you can go out and do all like just a few quests, a few things. And then pick that other weapon and just like skip that entire grind because yeah, you're like mm-hmm. filthy rich. Well, that's cool. Um, I think yeah. all of us have been surprised at how fun it's been just kind of jumping back in. Yeah, it reminds me of when we used to come back to evolve from time to time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one had that kind of get back onto it, play it. It felt like riding a bike. We could go hunt down some other monsters, but this is definitely a lot like that in the monster hunting part. But yeah, four guys teamed up. Yeah, go out hunt a big old thing. But mm-hmm. It doesn't run all over the map and completely <laughs> wreck us because it's random. And if it's the wrong mm-hmm. guy, it just destroys us. Or or you don't get stuck in a little Venus flytrap thing that kills you <laughs> automatically. You're like way behind the rest of us. We're running, chasing yep. the monster down, and then scoop. <laughs> Here, help, help. <laughs> or I'm the one that gets stuck in the Venus flytrap. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys killed. are talking about yeah. Evolve or Monster Hunter That's right Evolve. now. <laughs> Monster Hunter's fine. That's There's no evolved. Venus flytraps. Usually, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll get carded. You get sent back if you get killed. Mm-hmm. And that hurts the whole team. But nothing hurts more than the guy lagging behind the group as we're all running through the brush and trying to get to the monster. And then, help. Help, I'm stuck. And they're like way back. Mm-hmm. Like there's no because you have to go like shoot the the fly trap. And if you're stuck, you're stuck. You you cannot get out and you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Uh very punishing for like And in that case when you die, course. you're does the game is it, the game end when someone dies? Uh no, but you you cannot respawn back in unless one of the players has like a beacon or something, if I remember mm. correctly. So it's really punishing. Like if someone's good and someone's bad, the bad player's probably gonna kill themselves on the environment. And then just watch true, for the rest yeah. of the game. And that was kind of rough. So 
And it was a very much a balanced game where if you didn't have all four people playing well, yeah. you would lose to the monster. Yeah, it wasn't balanced. It was like it required the entirety of the four-man squad, whereas Monster Hunter mm-hmm. perfectly, like, works perfectly fine at, I'd say, two, one, two, and four. Three is where it might be a little harder because there's no, mm-hmm. I think, the health skills from one, two, and four. But yeah, um, it does. It has felt kind of like Evolve. And then Overwatch is just like the the, the staple. Staple, yeah. It's the mm-hmm. uh, steak and potatoes. <laughs> or no, 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 no. It's not steak and potatoes. What am I saying? It's like is that too fancy? No, it's that's too fancy. It's <laughs> yeah. just like the chicken cooked on the George Foreman <laughs> with some like green beans. That's what it is. It's just good. It's not bad. I don't know if it's that wholesome. <laughs> it's, yeah, maybe not it's a lot of toxicity <laughs> with the with the widowmakers yeah, being spoken about. So maybe maybe we I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe craft mac and cheese. Just like okay, that's a, a little bit radioactive. <laughs> a little bit not good for you, but you could survive on it for a while. And then, yeah, and it is filling. or or you just become yeah. the widowmaker. No, oh. not on not on console. <laughs> not on, no, not it on doesn't console. Work. It's so hard. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard. Especially Aim assist is not enough. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. I've I've yeah. literally like practiced <laughs> Widowmaker just because you have to have good aim with her. So it makes me practice my aim in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily play her a lot in games because I'm definitely i uh, I have other I have other characters that are a lot more fun than her. Um, Mercy in particular, mm-hmm. but like the. I just like to practice aim with her and I'll go in yeah. and I'll just try and get five shots just in the practice room and then I'll come out of it and I'll switch off to anyone else. Yeah. Anyone yeah, else just warm, yeah. That's where Apex is like that game you need to, I mean, it's still on console, so it's forgiving because everyone else is on console with you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we play that, speed's got to be up. Like you just, you need to be able to aim and hit stuff fast. And then mm-hmm. we go over to Overwatch and I'm like, oh man. I feel better than usual. Usually my first mm-hmm. couple Overwatch games, especially if we just switched off of Apex, I feel at a much higher rank than my mm-hmm. standard gameplay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's true. The speed of the two games is different enough that it's it's definitely been a fun one to switch from. To yeah. Even though the games have been frustrating time to time, like mm-hmm. coming back from that, I feel like I did my job on the team and mm-hmm. it's been good enough. Yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah. That helps, I think, Overwatch and some of the team-based games. That's why I end up playing them a lot more um, is the abstraction from my failings. Instead of it being entirely like my fault or entirely on me to succeed, I've got this like component where I can still kind of do my job. I can do it like 80% well, and maybe if someone else covers me or if the other team doesn't do it quite as well, um, that helps you like not, it softens the blow. I mean, if you have a really bad night, it's yeah. just like loss, 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 that you're going to feel it. But um, game to game, even if it's a bad one, they do a pretty good job of with their like metal system going, hey, you did something. Yes, you know, you're all right. Like you weren't terrible. Whereas <laughs> maybe even in Apex a little bit more. Well, Apex has a lot of RNG, so you can go, oh, yeah, it was, you know, we could never have won that. Um, yeah. But when it's highly competitive and it's an even playing field. Feels bad when it's like entirely on you to hit your shots and you miss them. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is. And the character pool and the team aspect is what really makes the game 
one of the reasons we come back to it is because yeah. of its flexibility of skill levels. Yes. Because even amongst our friend group, we don't have the same skills. Like some of us are better at first-person shooters. Some of us are better at other games and more like tactical <laughs> stuff. But yeah. the tactical things get highlighted in this game so that we can bring it back as that kind of consistent thing. Because mm-hmm. I know some of our friends don't play Overwatch as much. They like their Apex. They like other games. But coming back to that is something where even if you're not the best first-person shooter player, you can play it. If you are the best first-person shooter player, you can play it and have a great time too. Yeah. So that's, I think, the reason it's been one of those staples for our group of friends. And that's the reason we've been able to play it so much is because it has that deep kind of hero pool and flexibility amongst skill sets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've tried to cast a very wide net. And they've missed the top and the bottom. I mean, that's where I think real casuals aren't going to have any fun. And the real high-level people that really want to be able to make a difference on the team or make just, like, tons of plays mm-hmm. um, at, like, a they're gonna ultra on pro level <laughs> on PC or they're they're going to be looking at different games. Um, yeah. I, and I keep thinking of, like, Valorant as a good example. It's going to scoop a bunch of the top pro players probably out of Overwatch, um, or at least some of them, because that is absolutely rewards high mechanical skill but has less of a team component as Overwatch. Okay. It's actually pretty team-based still, but... It's a smaller team, isn't it? It's a smaller team, and it's it's tactical. It's very, very tactical. It's not this, like, big ability kind of mm-hmm. tug of war between you and the other team. Um, yeah, segueing into from there, uh, just friendships in general, how we mm-hmm. wanted to spend some time tonight because you are one of the people, Will, that I play games with on a consistent basis. And Randy, mm-hmm. being on a different console, it's been very hard to find like games to play call of duty's helped a little bit um Mm -hmm. but i wanted to talk about um keeping up with friends and just spend a few minutes kind of discussing what we do to keep our relationships going with each other through games since that's the medium we like um and it's like more important than ever because we're all cooped up at home and stuck inside like everyone needs to turn to either games or some other online medium where they can just share life together while it's mm-hmm. on hold, so to speak, while things are paused. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Aaron's got yeah. some interesting stuff on that too um, mm-hmm. about friends. So how like how how has it been the last, I mean, forever for you of just playing games <laughs> and keeping up? Do you have any other yeah. like longer distance people that you play with i did um for a little while the the reason i actually started playing overwatch was because of a friend of mine that it was a good friend from back in my elementary school days this is elementary school for me which was in the philippines and mm-hmm. you know uh with other american kids and like an international school but this friend of mine who we connected with we found out that the church person had a ps4 and i'm like hey what game were you playing told me he started playing overwatch i'm like okay i'll buy that one oh. went out and bought it like that day yeah. and found you know him online and started playing with him and that's what really started me playing overwatch in general and then i was the one who kind of convinced you and other mm-hmm. guys to play the game it took a little while but it did eventually pay off we were all stuck kind of playing evolve <laughs> yeah you uh but we eventually yeah, got you guys to play overwatch yeah and it worked and it's been a really good because of that kind of consistency that friend um unfortunately he well fortunately and unfortunately he was getting married so he decided to sell off his ps4 um to help buy an engagement ring so sweet sweet story um but uh a bummer for me as far as that connectivity because it really did kind of drop off uh the 
not the friendship, but just the inability to communicate. And that's a big part of friendship. So growing up the way I did, I have a really good talent for coming back to a friendship and hopefully feeling like no time has been lost with the person. They try to leave things on good terms with them. But this builds up that consistency you get to keep. So being able to play with friends, even though we're not together, it feels like we're just hanging out again, like we used to playing video games back in high school. So even though most of the people I play with currently are pretty local, like I said, we haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks because of you know self-isolation, but we're still able to communicate and play on a very regular basis almost as much as you want to yeah. and as much as you feel you have the free time to do that, just connecting on PlayStation and being able to keep kind of a text record of when we're going to be playing, who's playing when. And one of the best things for friendship and for my marriage has been picking one night a week to have video game night. Um, mm-hmm. It's expanded during I you know, times, yeah, it's like but... every night, <laughs> every lunch, and... every every day, yeah. all like twenty four seven. I think it's you true. Play, you play more games with with James than I do. Yeah, <laughs> you, you like, yeah. probably it's get more like, like 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 hangout time with him than I do right and, now, yeah, even games, though we are yeah. working in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> yes and that's the thing with with work going on for most people still trying to like work from home it's it's a task for them um to have video games is a fun thing to do yeah that you get to take a break from and that's been something big for my wife too is having animal crossing something fun she gets to do that's even a, a home activity which if you're not really a gamer it's i don't know what you do like you can watch netflix and apparently everyone's watching tiger kings but i, yeah, what do I you feel do like the games are so much more socially enjoyable. yeah right there's not a lot of social activities you can do that exist out of this so yeah yeah i'd say yeah that's a it's a big one that i mean for me i'm we've had phones since high school when they started coming out um but we um i don't think at least our group keeps up with each other through just text and calling i think there's like this this form of direct communication that at least I don't employ where I just go, Hey, how is it going? I want to send you a letter. Like here's a text of everything going on (laughs) in my life. Right. Um, We don't tend to do that. And for better or worse, some of my friends, um, at least in college, because I went to college in a different state, um, fell off because I, I was not keeping some sort of like Facebook messaging, letter writing Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. and forth. Um, I am event-based, and that ends up meaning typically uh, local people are the ones that I keep up friendships with. Um, Mm -hmm. And now I'm more video game-based, but it's the same sort of concept of like, I need an activity to go do to foster the relationship. Mm -hmm. I need some other thing that we are doing together. Um, Even if we're like hanging out and it's a brief activity and then we're sitting and we're talking, I need it to be more than just like we're sitting and talking. Um, Mm -hmm. And or communicating and talking and just just communicating. Yeah, yeah. It, it's nice to have that shared experience, which is like yes. when you're building a friendship, when you start dating someone too, you you go on dates, you go do things because you need to build shared memories and shared experiences. And video games do that because we can remember, dude, that game was nuts. Yep. Last night when we got on, we got three wins, and we can kind of brag about that. Did we get silliness? Three but <laughs> I only I was exaggerating two. Yeah. for the audience. <laughs> Look at that, yeah, <laughs> padding the stats. It was two wins. We had, we a, we had a few on Overwatch though, so if you count those okay, collectively, yeah. there's been four wins. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which well, is a bad night for Overwatch. Honestly, so we had a pretty rough one. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's something you can kind of camaraderie talk about that is a shared experience that gives you that 
enjoyable, reminiscible, discoursable. Or having content. inside jokes like the Venus flytrap, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I mean, it's kind of like going to a bar or something mm-hmm. and just hanging out for the evening um, where the activity is just like going and eating some food there. Um, it's yeah. cool. It's actually the fact that this is our hobby already has made it easier to adjust to just being inside all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, I think, yeah, for Will and I, um, this is essentially our one night a week. Like, yeah, get a get a brewski with the boys. Mm-hmm. I know that for me, like the tr- I mentioned this earlier that um, that I've started to call people while playing Animal Crossing, so I can yeah. like communicate with them a little bit more. That actually is pro- is mostly out has come out of uh, the self isolation part of it, like of being here in the house all the time. It's like, well, what? How can I call, um, actually be in the same page with these guys and just communicate? Because we don't have a whole lot of extra news to go talk about. Like, because there's no more progress like on uh, my my friend's engagement because she can't make, move forward on stuff because everything's closed on that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like we're not going to talk about that stuff very in de- like in depth for very long. But we could talk about Animal Crossing for a good hour and still feel like we've gotten fostered Some this time. relationship yeah. still. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that uh, for me, with my family, who are not, uh, like, only my brother is really a gamer in that family. One of the things we did recently is we actually played the Jackbox games using Zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was how, as a family family of non-gamers, we ended up playing a game together and, like, was able to foster some time together, even though we were all all within a 15, like, 15-minute triangle from each other. But... Yeah, uh, right driving now, we're distance. Not, we're not but, driving to each but other. But we can't drive to each other to uh for this thing. So this is yeah. how we're hanging out. And I know they're uh and so they're they're finding more ways to take advantage of some of the online capabilities. Like I think they're watching uh TV shows together right now. Yeah. What's but, cool with um like playing the game night, mm-hmm. most of the night was spent playing. Same with any time we're playing games. Like most of the time is just talking about the game specifically or playing it. But it's like we were waiting for I think your sister to get on. And mm-hmm. so suddenly we have this five minutes to catch up with them before we start playing little in between breaks when like something's loading or something's waiting. Like it's a 15, 30 second back and forth. And you have like a bunch of those spread across the evening. Um, and suddenly what felt like you were just playing a game the whole time, like you actually do get a bunch of information about what's going on in their life. You catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of cool how that ends up working out just through like natural pauses there's also a downside um or at least the detriment is when i think it gets too focused on the game that is being played and i've had some friends that i've made through playing like league um that ultimately when i stopped playing league completely stopped playing with them they didn't move on to the game i was playing next Mm -hmm. um so for me it's really important to try and make sure that the friendship is not entirely game-based, which I think is a trap sometimes it can be fallen into. And I know, Erin, you've got experience I, I, I fell that. into. I didn't quite fall into that, that trap. What happened, I think, for me is that we didn't have a strong... Uh, we'd, it started out as game-based friendships, and then I felt like it developed past that. But we definitely used the game as a way to... like It was those in-between moments where we kept up with actual mm-hmm. life, or maybe we talked for af- afterwards. We no longer had that game to help start the conversation after we moved on to different games. Where like they, I think uh, 
And it turned into and, just like the direct communication where you're like writing a, hey, yeah, my life is and, going and well, that, how are you? And I'm, I'm like you. It feels awkward to me because I I feel like I'm bragging. I, I try not. I feel like I'm, I'm bragging if I talk <laughs> about my life too much unless it's like complaining. It's just this odd like piece. Yeah, like, yeah, at yeah, least yeah. to keep up with friendship pieces. Yeah. And so the game was a really easy way to be able to start conversations up. And then I could ask, how are you doing? And we can actually get that going. And just because we already have this game at the center of this, even though that's not actually the core reason why we're talking. It's just, it's the excuse. But uh, eventually what ended up happening is that we just stopped talking because we no longer had the games in common. And uh, I think I had a friendship that had lasted about three to five years. I can't remember exactly how long. No, wait. Yeah, five, sorry, five or six years. I had a five or six year friendship that was purely online. I never met this other, this other girl. Um, in person. Um, mm-hmm. She was someone I was considering inviting to our wedding. Um, and that, actually, I was going to, except for when I talked to her about it, she, she's like, I'm not going to be able to afford to yeah. be able to drive, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, come yeah. out. You essentially did invite her. So, yeah. but I, uh, like, it just, but then after a while, it's like, well, this, we don't have this enough of a friendship anymore. And we weren't keeping up long uh, enough in other uh, ways outside of the games, out of this game, these game systems. Yeah. That we just mm-hmm. kept up the friendship, so we ended up losing it. Yeah, it's I, I would kind of equate it to almost like you know, like you were mentioning James college friends, though. Like, there's there's some friends that I, I made in college that were dear friends, good connections yeah. made, but it's proximity and common life that mm-hmm. we don't have anymore. That the video games provide even distance, you have that kind of common life of we're both doing this thing, we're both sharing these experiences, mm-hmm. both talking to each other. There was some some friends I had in college that were purely coworker friends. And once we stopped being coworkers, it, it wasn't yeah. a deep friendship that I could continue because we didn't have that kind of downtime between scraping off a grill or something like that, that we could just chat. Yeah. And, and the kind of common life wasn't there. And so they had other things going on. I had very different things going on. And so when life is separated that much, it's hard to maintain a friendship without something that keeps that, continued shared common life yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's what video games have really provided for for us has been this common life thing and looking forward is to like you know if we do move further apart mm-hmm. um i'm really glad we have video games and there's a consistency there that we've kept up console wise on the same console on the same page here that a lot of deeper friendships have come from continue to play video games together yeah so yeah yeah and that's uh i think an exciting thing at least for us, mm-hmm. um, is that distance could continue to grow, even though it is. It's like a 15-minute drive right now between us. Um, mm-hmm. And so our whole group is pretty close. One guy moved further away. He's like an hour away now. But mm-hmm. he had a kid recently. We get to catch up with him. He's back to playing games now. He's got his Monday night game night back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And except for work this week, yeah, I see. <laughs> so he's get, been getting slammed <laughs> everywhere, yeah. But there is a kind of this sense of a thing ending, you know, when like someone might move away that I, I don't, I'm not afraid of um, with you guys because as long as we can continue like a consistent game night or time to hang mm-hmm. out, not even a weekly. Um, keeps us right. all intertwined a little bit. So that's it's cool. It's the yeah. best thing about the video games is the uh the networking now and being able to play mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's interesting. When I do discuss like 
because video games have kind of risen in the amount of time I spend on them during this, you know, self-isolation. Mm-hmm. Talking with with my wife about it, it's been mostly it's it's the social interaction that I get from playing video games more than the actual yeah. games. Yeah. I remember there was like the first start of this thing when I was as a teacher on spring break. I was sitting there like wanting to play video games, but I'm like none of these really feel all that fun because I'm not playing with people that I like want to engage with. Yeah. I could go play with some randos and that's, you know, a game mm-hmm. or I could play as a one player game that I was getting into and it was still it's a little slow and it's it's definitely more of the people <laughs> I than it is the game games that you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I I'd, I'd completely agree. Mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts, Aaron? I have to say I've been really impressed by your guys's friendship and how you guys have chosen to keep it up through this like it was one of the things that um it's all thanks I've, to you and Liz and <laughs> the other wives, like, letting us have a game night or two or three yeah. or lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, but you guys, like, like, outside of that, like, it was still, like, important for you guys. And, like, the fact that you guys were able to initiate this and get this started, like, because this has been going on far longer than COVID has been, been here. Yeah, no, it, I mean, like, it's been, like, five years or so. Yeah, years. It, but, like, yeah. Uh, I think for me, like, I, I like I, one of the things I've always been impressed with is how you guys have such deep friendships with each other, and while um, part of that is who you guys are, uh, and it, we and, cheated, we went to high school together, so we got a bunch right. of in real life time before we ever shifted into the video games, which helps it's compared true. to like meeting online. But that's true. But yeah. But you guys, uh, you like the, your use of games to keep up the friendships. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that like, I know you guys, like we've mentioned a couple of times, like you start with the games, but then you you still talk real life. You still mm-hmm. have those real life mm-hmm. moments where you're talk, like talking about like, I guess housing. Houses yeah. was the most housing recent conversation. Yeah, because like we're that. all slowly and uh, and keeping up yeah. that way. And I just I really appreciate like as someone who's observing this, mo- mostly observing it, um, and it's been. It's something that I am in awe of. Oh well, thank you. So <laughs> I'm feeling the. I'm starting to recognize that too. Like it's exciting that you're also chatting over there about mm-hmm. like some bugs or like a fish you just caught. Um, <laughs> there's some excitement that I've got going. Ooh, Aaron's like Aaron's getting that thing that that I get. She's able yeah. to socialize online. She's able to play some of her games with some friends and do what I get to do. And that's mm-hmm. cool. So I'm excited that Discord is allowing you because Nintendo is Nintendo's <laughs> withholding. They're withholding. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that they couldn't. They're withholding. You know they could do it yeah. too. That's oh, the thing. Easy. They could easily put in a chat client into these things yeah. and make it not garbage. Easy but. peasy. They're withholding. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I, I think we've got some games to go play. We've got other people waiting mm-hmm. for us. You know, it's not game night, but. Um, you know, with nothing else doing, being cooped up in the house, I think we've got some games to play. Uh, mm-hmm. Next podcast that we're going to do, Randy should be back for. Uh, we've got a lot of news to cover. The PlayStation 5 just announced its controller. Mm-hmm. Um, we're starting to get reviews coming in for Final Se- Final Fantasy VII's remake. Um, there's some good stuff happening. I mean, amongst all the bad stuff happening. So we'll kind of dive into some of that next time. If you're interested in some of the other podcasts on the network that Randy hosts. We also have Garage Night that comes out every Thursday um, covering all things automotive. There's also Loose Spokes, which is everything motocross. 
And you can catch those all at tinydogpodcast.com. And to all you beautiful listeners out there, let us know how we're doing. Give us a little bit of feedback. We'd love to hear it. From all of us here, adios. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Later, gamers. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.